Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, makeup is on this. <laughs> hey, on the ears. <laughs> Could be anybody. So. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. So tonight's lesson, we're continuing with an honest discussion, and we're going to have an honest discussion about jealousy and envy. And I feel like we use these words interchangeably a lot. Mm -hmm. I know I I have. Mm -hmm. Um, So I looked up the definitions of each of them to get a better idea of what each is so we can kind of discuss them individually and use them in the correct way. Mm -hmm. Um, So jealousy is the reaction when you feel you may lose something that you have. And this comes up a lot in relationships because you may be jealous of your boyfriend for talking to like a new girl at school because you think he might um, start dating her. She might try to pull him away from you. Or you may be jealous that your best friend is making new friends because you think that she may be, want to spend more time with someone else. So it kind of comes from a feeling of insecurity. Envy is the reaction when we think we lack something that someone else has. Mm. And a lot of times we use jealous when we mean envy um, because we get jealous of people's accomplishments or their talents or their possessions, relationships, looks. And I mean, the list could just go mm-hmm. on and on. Um, and the Bible uses coveting for envy a lot. At times mm-hmm. we hear that. So do y'all have anything about what the, they kind of mean? I mean, I wrote down jealousy means this, but it's actually envy because <laughs> it, it is. I mean, I use jealousy more than yeah. I do mm-hmm. envy. I think most everybody does. Um, but it's actually envy, and it's wanting what everyone else has and forgetting to appreciate the things that you have. It's good. Um, yeah. And I think, like, with the two, like, we were like, well, everyone gets jealous, you know. I mean, Nick Jonas even gets jealous. <laughs> he wrote a whole song about <laughs> he that. He wrote a whole song about it. <laughs> but, like, envy, it just seems like there's so much, like, hate with it like it's like jealous is just kind of innocent but like envy is when like you really hate somebody because of it so uh early on in the in the old testament god kind of laid the groundwork with his feelings on jealousy and envy um one of the ten commandments was do not covet your neighbor's house his wife his servants his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor so right off the bat, he's donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't What's think I've, donkey. I've never been envious of anyone's donkey. <laughs> they have a lot more donkeys around. That's true. Yeah. Good. Um, so yeah, he kind of started, you know, really early of saying that is not okay to mm-hmm. covet another person's property or or things or you know relationships. And there's a lot of proverbs about um, envy and jealousy. Um, one that I kind of liked was a heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. And another one that I really liked too was wrath is cruel. Anger is overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Mm. So we talked a little bit about anger with hate last week and how consuming it can be. But I mean, here in Proverbs, the writer says, who can stand before jealousy? It's like jealousy is, is just going to completely destroy you and knock you down. Is mm-hmm. what That I kind of took from it. 
jealousy goes back to like the first family because Cain and Abel, mm-hmm. you know, it was the undoing of both of them really because Abel was killed because of Cain's jealousy and Cain was exiled for it. So I think that one thing that we can learn from them is like Cain let the jealousy overwhelm him instead of like trying to to grow from his experience you know because his sacrifice wasn't accepted by God and one thing that I wish Cain would have realized is like there was room for both of them Mm -hmm. you know God would have accepted both of them but instead of taking that criticism and fixing it you know he he let the jealousy guide his actions and that was kind of his downfall mm-hmm. yeah i mean force uh genesis chapter 4 verse 6 says um it's it's god talking to cain and he says why are you angry and why has your countenance fallen if you do well will you not be accepted and if you do not do well sins lies at the door so it's just like saying like if you would have done the right thing like abel did like you could also be accepted like it's not you don't have to be jealous of him just go do what you're supposed to do and come back and you'll be accepted too and then again, like with um, Rachel and mm-hmm. Leah, you know, they both kind of struggled with, mm-hmm. with envy. And, you know, Rachel was really wanting children. And she actually said to her husband, like, give me children or I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. And um, ironically, you know, children is, she died during labor, mm-hmm. as I presume. So, you know, children actually caused her to die. Mm-hmm. So it's just a lot of discontent with what you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, Leah wanted love, but she was the one that had the children. And then Rachel wanted children, and she was the one that had the love. And you know, if they would have just, if if Leah would have just looked at her life and been like, I have all these children, and I should be grateful for that. Or if Rachel would have looked at her her life and been like, I have this husband who loves me and thinks I'm beautiful. And but they just never saw it that way. They were always wanting what the other person had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. And then again, like with with Saul and David, you know, Saul knew that David was going to be the next king. And instead of using his time that he had remaining as king to be the best king that he could be and to serve his people, he chose to succumb to jealousy and he spent the remainder of his king kinghood what do they call it right time his reign his reign <laughs> kinghood um he spent the remainder of his reign uh, chasing mm-hmm. david trying to to eliminate him right he didn't enjoy what he had at the time he was yeah more focused on that i think was jealousy because it was being taken away from him he was feeling insecure over the new testament um before in in galatians before it lists the fruit of the spirit jealousy and envy are both listed as um, a works of the flesh mm-hmm. And then, um, I really like this one in 1 Corinthians 3.3. 3. It says, You are still worldly, for there is jealousy and quarreling among you. Are you not worldly? Are you not acting as mere humans? And I just, I really like that last phrase of, are you acting like mere humans? Because, <laughs> you know, we're supposed to try to be like Christ. We'll never be perfect and we'll never mm-hmm. be Christ. But that that is our standard. That is, you know, what we're striving for. So when we are acting in this manner, we're acting as mere humans, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then First Corinthians thirteen four, which Ada read a lot last week with um, Habe, it says that love does not envy. James four verses two through three says, "You desire and you you do not have, so you murder. You covet and cannot obtain, so you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. 
You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. Um, so I know a lot of times with myself personally, when I've been envious of other people, um, you know, either just kind of sulk in my state or, you know, I do pray a lot about things that, that I want. Um, but because Jesus says in Matthew 7 that we're supposed to ask and if we ask, we'll receive. Um, but here in James, he says that, you know, you may not receive what you ask because you're asking for the wrong reasons for, you know, he says for your passions. So, you know, and I was really thinking about this and kind of evaluating myself and am I asking these things for the right reasons? Um, and that's hard to evaluate because you think, you think you are, you know, you think, but are you asking because you think this will fulfill my life? Mm-hmm. If God gives me this, this is going to make me happy. Or are you asking for, um, I don't even, can't even think of a, <laughs> what a right reason would be. Mm-hmm. Can you think of, y'all think of anything of how... I mean, like, you know, we ask for things like wisdom and peace. And I think that if you ask for something so that you can glorify his kingdom, mm-hmm. I mean, not not physical things. I mean, you know, we shouldn't be asking for cars or money. <laughs> but mm-hmm. if there's, you know, something that he can give us, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But I think that just comes with spiritual maturity that your prayers change into focusing on worldly things and to focusing on things that can help you and others get to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think you're right. It comes with spiritual maturity, you know, and praying that, you know, yes, I would like to have this, um, but knowing and believing that God will provide at the right time and in the right way, you know, it's not always the way we think it should be. We've mentioned that before. I feel like we've talked about prayer, um, but God's going to give you, the things you know of your heart at the right time and it's hard to wrap our heads around sometimes Mm -hmm. I think the great thing about about prayer is that God gives us the Holy Spirit that intercedes for Mm -hmm. us because we don't know what we're supposed to pray for but God's grace knows that you know our hearts are intentional for his glory so if we're praying through humility then he's going to give us grace if we ask for the wrong things Mm -hmm. in the wrong way. I mean, the only other thing I can think of is like when you have jealousy and envy that it leads to more sin. And um, just like with other examples in the Bible, like Joseph's brothers, I mean, they were jealous and then they hated and then they lied to their their father, you know, what they did with their brother. And, you know, like David and Uriah, um, he was jealous of Uriah's wife or wanted his wife. And so, um, you know, they had the affair, then they lied about the affair, and then he ended up murdering him. I mean, so that that one sin led to a lot of other sins. And I think, you know, we can we can look at that and um, that can be a reason why we don't want to have jealousy and envy in our lives. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Um, so we talked about what the Bible says and what God thinks about jealousy but how does it kind of affect us, you know, physically or mentally? What are some things that it can, or how it affects our lives, how we, you know, go about mm-hmm. our lives? So what do y'all think about that? Well, Shakespeare calls jealousy or envy the green-eyed monster. And I think that that's a pretty accurate depiction of jealousy. Like it turns you into a monster. It mm-hmm. makes you think and say and do things that you normally wouldn't do, almost like mm-hmm. the Hulk, you know, like he, mm-hmm. what's his name? Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. <laughs> you know, Bruce Banner would never do the things that the Hulk does, mm-hmm. but 
you know, you would never do the things that you would do without jealousy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people associate the color green with jealousy and envy. Mm-hmm. And when you think of like things that are green, like I thought, like, um, you know, like the emoji when you're sick, <laughs> it's a green, it's a green emoji. And so a lot of people think, you know, that that's also associated with sickness. And really jealousy and envy is a sickness inside of you. Like, and it causes other sicknesses It causes, you know, anxieties and it can cause it more insecurities and, you know, it can just really, really mess with your physical, um, body. Um, and then another one is like, um, you know, the color green, like I think of like a banana that's like not ripe, like it's green. So it needs time, you know, it's not quite ready. Like it needs to grow. It needs time. And then when it is ripe, it's ready. And, you know, so you think about jealousy, if you have that jealousy and you're in that green state, like you need more time to grow and to, to overcome, you know, that jealousy and envy to be ripe. Yeah. (laughs) I know personally, um, when I've been jealous or envious, sometimes it affects how I treat the people that I'm envious of. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, I'll try to, um, be dismissive of them, not try, but I find myself being dismissive of them, just trying to kind of put them down or just not really interact with them. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I treat them unkind unintentionally. It's not like I'm trying to be unkind, but it's just how, you know, you kind of, you know, cope with it, I guess. And sometimes I overcompensate. I go the other direction and I'm trying to be very nice and outgoing. (laughs) It's just not my nature at all. Mm -hmm. I'm just very chill and mellow usually. So when I'm being like extra, like excited, like, did you have a great time? Are you you just look great? (laughs) I mean, that's probably a sign that I'm trying to overcompensate for something. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, yeah. So it can affect how you treat other people. It affects Mm -hmm. your mental state. And, you know, just a lot of things we talked about, I think, with hate last week, mm-hmm. too. Is it it kind of comes from the same emotion, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. for sure. I think that um, jealousy is like a misuse of the imagination, you know. it's It kind of goes in, like, with the paranoia that we were talking about last time. But, like, any time that you are jealous of somebody, like, you are imagining all these things that they're doing, all these things that they're saying – and it feels real to you, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of fill in some blanks that don't even exist. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you like, you think of the worst possible scenario and that's the one you run with. Like, you know, if it's a boyfriend, you see him talking to a girl and you're thinking, she's going to take him away. He's going to leave mm-hmm. me. He's gonna, and you're doing all these things. I mean, he just might be saying, hi, welcome to the school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you know where this class is? <laughs> yeah. You know, no intention. So yeah, we kind of, fantasize and over overthink things in our minds a lot of times and make more out of things than we should I definitely do that all the time mm-hmm. it's miserable it's honestly a miserable way to live because you do add on to what like really you add on to nothing but um you know you just add added you know you add stress to your body that shouldn't be there and I think that like jealousy in a relationship can be a red flag you know especially mm-hmm. if it's early on in the relationship and there's no indicators that you should be jealous you know mm-hmm. if he's if your partner has done something in the past, like, you know, been unfaithful to you or betrayed you in some way, you know, there may be some jealousy. It's still not justified, I don't think, but it it is the cause maybe. But I think that in a, in a young relationship, especially like if someone is being super clingy towards you, wanting to know where you are and what you're doing and who you're with and you can't be with those people because you know I don't want you talking with them or Mm -hmm. anything like I think that that's something that's really dangerous that you need to be aware of 
and not let it blind you like oh it's just young love and (laughs) I think that society or maybe not society but I think that we rationalize it sometimes that well it's healthy if if my partner's jealous because that means that he is worried about me or he um, loves me you know he wants he's concerned about me but I think that there's a way to um, be concerned about somebody without showing jealousy or envy so now we're going to talk about how do we get over jealousy and envy how do we work through it and I think the first thing is just to trust Mm -hmm. Um, if it's you're feeling envious because you think you lack something you have to trust that God's going to provide at the right time and in the right way for you Um, if it's you know jealousy in relationships then you know you need to trust your partner your friend or whoever it is that you're being jealous of um, trust them until they give you a reason otherwise, I think, mm-hmm. on what you were saying. But, yeah. like, there's there's not a relationship without trust. Like, mm-hmm. there, right. the, the foundation of relationships is trust. Right. Um, and then you also need to look inward. Look at yourself and identify what's causing the feelings. You know, are you envious of your friend for always getting good grades and you're just kind of getting by? Are you envious of a teammate because they're getting more playing time or they score more points? And you're just kind of either riding the bench or, you know, just kind of getting in and out or, you know, whatever it is. Um, are you, if you're in the band, are you envious that this person is always at the top, you know, first or second chair and you're kind of in the middle? You know, whatever it is, we could list things all day probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but bo- the bottom line is just get to the root of the problem and identify what it is that's making you feel this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wish I would have been, like, taught this lesson more when I was a teenager. Because, yeah. man, I was so envious of people when I yeah. was a teenager. I never looked at what, you know, the things that I had and appreciated them. Like, I was always wanting what everybody else had. I mean, I used to be jealous of, like, people's clothing. And um, and I would just be like, oh, like, I just wish I had that so bad. Like, I just wish I had all the clothes that she has. Because she always mm-hmm. dresses so cute. And... But it's not her fault that she had all those clothing. Like, right. and, and she shouldn't not dress that way, you know? Like, I shouldn't, um, and, like, I shouldn't have expected her to not have those nice clothing. Like, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so it really was in me, like, and it, it was up to me to stop viewing that that way, to stop being, like, looking at her and wishing I had that. Like, it was up to me to maybe go out and get a job and, you know, be able to, to afford those kind of clothes. And be able to have what she had because in that situation I could have easily had what she had. Right. So. Yeah. And I think that jealousy is not something that is just something that teens deal with. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, as adult, I think I've dealt with jealousy more as an adult than I have as a teen. Mm-hmm. And it's something that if you don't recognize it at the beginning, like it gets out of hand. So mm-hmm. it's something that you need to be aware of and be able to evaluate yourself and notice that you have jealousy and figure out how to fix it so like for me the thing that I struggled with was um infertility so when you are struggling with infertility then everybody on the planet is pregnant except for you or has Mm -hmm. a cute baby pick or whatever so it's not that I didn't want them to have children but maybe I did like there you know when you think about all those children in the world that are being abused and you think Mm -hmm. like I feel like I would be such a good mom, but God blesses some people who don't want children with seven or 12, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's hard when you look at it like that. 
But, you know, you have to trust that God's given you what you need and not always what you want. So, and looking back even now, you know, I can see how, like how I wasn't ready and how I don't think I would be where I'm at right now if I would have gotten what I wanted. Um, but God's always gracious to give you what you need. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being jealous of other people didn't get me a baby, you know, so it, it didn't help anything. If anything, it um, kept me from celebrating others. And, you know, it's, it is possible to be happy for other people and to be sad for yourself at the same time, mm. which seems contradicting. But um, once you can put it into practice, you feel so much better and you can enjoy baby showers because they have awesome cake and <laughs> <laughs> other great food mm. and, um, you know, be happy for other people. Mm. Yeah. And y'all kind of went into my last point, which is fine. Um, but yeah, take initiative, you know, find mm-hmm. with infertility. Sometimes you're limited on your options. <laughs> um, but if it's things like, you know, grades, study more. If it's pra- if it's um, playing time, you know, practice more, put mm-hmm. in that extra work. If it's you want first chair, practice that instrument, put in mm-hmm. the time to get where you think you want to be. You know, don't sulk and where you where you are right now, you know, find the ways to grow. Mm-hmm. into what you want to be and you know that's some, it's something I've been working on too we all have different you know things that bother us or you know we're envious of and so like Marina said you know if she wanted better clothes get a job you know <laughs> so you can buy them because if her parents were like <laughs> our parents they're not going to buy us super expensive clothes yeah <laughs> so yeah we got Especially what we got because I spill stuff on myself <laughs> right. time, so I don't buy myself expensive clothes yes. right so yeah you know some things you can take the initiative and try to find ways to make it better mm-hmm. and some things you have to wait on God to provide for you so the bottom line is you know don't let envy and jealousy control your life you know you'll I, I saw this example and I really liked it. It's you'll be like a carton of milk past the expiration date. You'll be stinky and nobody wants to be around somebody stinky. <laughs> you know, so take control of your envy, you know, find what triggers it. Um, and, you know, maybe distance yourself. Kind of like we talked with hate last week. You know, if it's something that really bothers you, then, you know, take a step back for a little while at least. Mm-hmm. And, you know, use that and make it work for you. Mm-hmm. find ways to propel your life to something better, you know, take the initiative. Mm-hmm. So uh, we hope you enjoy this because I know I enjoyed this. This is something yeah. I struggle with a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's been very good for me and hopefully healing for me, for myself and mm-hmm. for you if you struggle with envy and jealousy. So uh, we want you to remember to be kind, be humble and be content. Bye. Bye. <laughs>